Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Flavor of the Week, brought to you by Banditos, fresh, made daily. In Flavor of the Week, Kyle sits down with one of our local priests over four different episodes to sample variations of a favorite food or drink while they discuss the ins and outs of life as a priest. Previously on Flavor of the Week with Monsignor Owen Campion. All of my teachers were Dominican Sisters of St. Cecilia. When I was in high school, my heroes were not uh, athletes and popular entertainers, but they were the priests. Sure. I was all over the country. The bishop came in. We got on the elevator, and he said, by the way, would you like to be editor of the paper? (laughs) And they were going into radio in a very, very big way. Uh Uh-huh. Um, like as a missionary just, tactic. Just very uh, zealous about it. Yeah. For example, in Poland, I would write, or in Brazil, I, I would write for our Sunday visitor about what I saw. Now, I'd be down there for another purpose, but I would use that opportunity. I remember being in Paris one time, and I was at lunch with a prominent Catholic communicator, French, uh, whose English was very good. But, you know, a lot of times people with a foreign language, they don't pick up the idioms. Sure. So yeah. <laughs> so we're sitting there at the table at lunch, and we've been talking about Catholic communications and so forth, and I said, well, I'm going to change hats. What I meant was that I'm going to ask you about a, we'll start an interview for our Sunday visitor. Uh-huh. That was what I meant. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I said, well, I'm going to change hats and ask you a few questions. And he said, you're not wearing any hat at all. Right. <laughs> Tell you very little, Earl. <laughs> but um, I would try to. And then, of course, I still hear. I wasn't gone all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, I still remained active here. I was on the editorial board. I was on several committees. I was editor of the priest, attended the planning meetings for the visitor and so forth. Mm-hmm. How have you seen our Sunday visitor change over the years, either in the work that they're doing or the the products that they're able to ship out? Well, I think fundamentally there's been no change. I don't think there's been any change in our basic philosophy. There's been no change in our basic interest in serving the church. Mm -hmm. That has not changed. But I would say the changes have come about in the American public in the sense of how the public gets news, how it expresses opinion, and so forth. And we've tried to address that, you know, going to the internet and mm-hmm. and so forth. We obviously still are in publishing. Mm-hmm. We have the Priest Magazine. We have the Visitor itself, which is our oldest publication and a flagship publication. It's still uh-huh. very much in business. But uh, and we still have books. Sure. But have expanded into into other areas uh, very much. One thing that we have. Uh, strengthened considerably in the last uh, several years is what we call the Institute. Mm -hmm. Now, the Institute began a long time ago, and it was um, uh, simply the repository for additional funds that we have not, uh, that we don't need to operate. And from those funds, we have a, a board that administers all that and an office here that reviews applications and mm-hmm. receives them. And we make gifts to Catholic undertakings in this country, some of which, by the way, have been local. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have uh, given a considerable amount of help to 
Catholic schools in this area, the sure. University of St. Francis, mm-hmm. and uh, various projects of the uh, Fort Wayne South Bend Diocese. Including Redeemer Radio. Including Redeemer Radio. Yeah. But um, not only here. I mean, it's not like any uh, foundation. You just don't come in and say, give me a check. Right. <laughs> but um, it's, you know, reviewed. It has to be a Catholic enterprise. Uh-huh. Uh, it has to be endorsed by the church and uh, so forth and so on. Now, part of our operation here is uh, the envelope division, the offertory solutions division. Uh, that came about, uh, I don't know how many years ago, maybe 100 by now. But Father Noel later, Bishop Noel later, Archbishop Noel, who was the founder of our Sunday visitor. Mm-hmm. He was a pastor here in Huntington at St. Mary's Church, which is still a very active parish. Well, anyway, um, Father Noel was uh, highly respected in the community of Huntington, uh, well-known, and uh, met and knew uh, Protestant ministers. Mm-hmm. Well, he uh, learned or heard that uh, in their churches, rather than just put a $5 bill in the basket when it came around or whatever, that people would uh, put the donation in an envelope and the church office then would record the donation. Uh-huh. So he thought, hey, maybe that might work with Catholics. So uh, he really just about invented the offertory envelope process, uh-huh. at least for Catholics. Yeah. And that, of course, became an enormous undertaking on our part. With And now, not only do we just print envelopes, but we have a whole uh, division down there that has people, in other words, uh, Father XYZ in St. ABC Parish and wherever uh, wants to have a, a drive to build a, a gym for the school or mm-hmm. uh, whatever, he can call us and ask for advice on how do I have a special campaign, or mm-hmm. how do I increase giving, or what should I do? And that's has become a major service that we provide, helping individual parishes sort of reach the potential that they feel that they might have mm-hmm. or come to some arrangement where they, whereby they can find the resources to do something special. Yeah. So that's a major part of our operation now. Yeah. But as I mentioned earlier, that also goes back to Archbishop Noel right. in his time. That's awesome. Well, before we wrap things up, uh, you mentioned that you enjoy cooking. Oh! <laughs> how how long has that been going? Is this while you're traveling around with the, the Vatican doing all this? Are you no, enjoying never cooking, cooking the back then? I relied on the restaurants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Dad, uh, Dad was a certified public accountant. Uh-huh. And so uh, mother was a a very fine cook to begin with. Mm -hmm. But um, he would, uh, he'd call her up maybe at uh, 3.30 in the afternoon or 4 in the afternoon. He'd say, I've got a a client here from Atlanta or Washington or wherever. Going to bring him home for supper. Uh So um, uh, she'd have to get in gear right quick and, uh, and of course, I would watch all this. Uh-huh. So, um, are you helping or just watching? Well, I guess I really mainly watched. Uh-huh. I, I don't know what I could have done to help, but uh, maybe set the table or something. Right. 
but um, I'm very comfortable in the kitchen, uh-huh. and I uh, am very comfortable with entertaining uh, people. And a lot of recipes that I have go back to her, uh-huh. sort of spur of the moment, but they turn out very elegant dishes. So yeah, do you have a favorite? Oh, let me see. What she had a lot of chicken breasts. Um, Recipes because chicken cooks fast. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Um, she had a pork chop uh, recipe that I uh, frequently use because it's very easy. Makes a very elegant dish. Do you use the same recipe that she used? Or is yes, that some I, version of it? It's the same recipe. I, I have a lot of her recipes literally written down. Yeah. But I didn't have that one. So, um, oh, years ago, I called up... A, my mother's been gone quite a while, but I called up a good friend of hers who was still alive, and I said, kind of help me with this. Uh-huh. So uh, she did, and uh, so it's certainly the ingredients that mother used. Uh-huh. Mother was a great baker. I do cakes, but I don't do pies. Mother did pies, mm. but I haven't uh, I never tried that. But You've I never tried do, it all? Never tried it at all, uh-huh. <laughs> but I certainly do cakes. Yeah. And she uh, would be in a hurry. So she didn't do layer cakes because that's with the frosting and all that business. Mm -hmm. So she didn't do layer cakes. Uh, She was in a hurry. She did a a bunt cake in a bunt pan. Okay. (laughs) And um, then, of course, um, she put it together very, very quickly. Uh Uh-huh. She could do a salad, but uh, you can kind of make it special. Instead of using lettuce, you use spinach. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, that kind of thing, uh-huh. make it kind of special. She could do uh, vegetables very quickly because they cook quickly. But, uh, you know, they could kind of be dressed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then some cakes, you know, she could turn out as far as the prep, and I could put it in the oven and let it go. But as far as the prep, you know, she could do that in 10 or 15 minutes. <laughs> so I'm never uncomfortable in the uh, – Another thing that was a major meal at our house because of my father was breakfast. Uh So it was never a piece of toast and a cup of coffee. I mean, he had two eggs and some kind of breakfast meat every morning of the world. Uh So anyway, uh, I enjoyed doing breakfast. Usually Saturday, I don't have a morning mass on Saturday. Uh So Saturday uh, morning, I love fixing a Big, big breakfast. Yeah. Uh, just for yourself or do you? Just for myself. Yeah. And uh, I'll do, uh, of course, if it's in season and you can depend on the fruit, but such as in June, you know, I'll start off with some kind of a bowl of fruit or then I'll do an omelet, play uh-huh. around with omelets with different kinds of ingredients. Uh-huh. Um, Dad would, uh, he used to say, I, I'll, I can eat eggs anywhere they're anywhere they're cooked and so i can we'll try to do eggs anyway that that you can do them uh-huh. just ex- experimented so yeah. saturday is a big morning for me <laughs> good all about cooking well if you ever need help with one of those saturday breakfasts let me know i will, <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'll be happy to help, yeah 
But thank you so much, Monsignor Cavia. This has been so much fun. And thanks for sharing a little bit of your story with us and uh, for all the good work that you do for our Sunday visitor and all the good work that our Sunday visitors doing for the Catholic Church. Appreciate it. I want to uh, just conclude by saying this. I uh, am still a priest of the Nashville Diocese, Uh but I have been tremendously edified almost 31 years, November 1st, uh, living here and being with the priests and the people of uh, the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend, has been a very inspirational experience. Oh, good. The faith is very strong here. You've got some fantastic Catholics. You've got some fantastic priests. But uh, Bishop uh, Rhodes is a, a fine, remarkable man. Yeah. Man of great dedication. He's a very, very good bishop. He's mm-hmm. a kind man. He's a, a smart man. And he's a servant of the church. So putting all these things together, being here in, uh, I, I have to go to Crack Barrel to get country ham, but other than that, <laughs> other than that, these have been marvelous years to be with the people and the bishops and the priests of Fort Wayne, South Bend. Well, and we're blessed to have you, and hopefully Nashville doesn't ask for you back anytime soon. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Out. All right. Thank you, Monsignor. Thank Appreciate you. It. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.